Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Packing. It's time for a look back on today's match. This is the full-time report with the voices of our Atlanta United, Mike Conti and Jason Longshore. The home for MLS in Atlanta. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Well, Atlanta United continues their hot play. They have earned now the second most points of any team in the league competition since July 1st. And since that date, they've scored the most goals of any team in the league, and they have the best goal difference of any team in the league in league competitions again. And it's a 5-2 win over Inter-Miami this evening here at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. We, we said in Seattle, oh, boy, that, that felt like a signature win for Gonzalo Pineda. And then they followed it up with the Nashville win. We thought, wow, that's a signature win for Gonzalo Pineda. Uh, this one was total domination outside of a Galasso against the run of play and a penalty that may not have been called in many other occasions. Uh, and Atlanta putting five on the board could have easily had a penalty themselves. That's a comprehensive beatdown by Atlanta United tonight. When you have what could be considered three signature wins in what how long five month? games like, five like games. not even a full month yeah in five uh, games I, I think the the criticism that has been unfounded to begin with can completely and utterly go away this team is in a completely different place and it's down to the coaching that gonzalo pineda has been able to do with this group look at what he's done with this group of players since he got them together they're all hitting on the same page right now. Saba Lobjanitz is the one that's going to take it to another level, in my opinion. Well, let's hear from Gonzalo. He's already at the podium. Uh, good mentality, as you said. It is not easy to start the game. Actually, I think we start very well the game, and then in a probably in a kind of casual uh, play, we concede this, the first goal, and then coming back, we start with some nervousness, and, but then we came back with three goals in the first half, and even in the second half, because it is not easy again, uh, a PK, for us always PKs, when, when they kick Shande, it's not a PK, for us it's always a PK, uh, so we concede that PK is 3-2, and that moment is also a moment of pressure, and we were able to handle that, and then coming back in the game um, with uh, two more goals, and we close out the game. Uh, Gonzalo, you said during the week that you would prepare for Messi. Uh, at what point did you find out he wouldn't play? And did that change anything last minute for you in terms of tactics? And then just describe the, you know, how important these three players are, that Sa Saba, Shande Silva, uh, and Muyamba, that they all played really well today. 
Well, I checked your Twitter account to know that he wasn't coming. Uh, and uh, and uh, the pizza and the tomatoes and the pizza and all that. But uh, um, honestly, we were planning, like I told the players, yes, it is Messi, it is Jordi Alba, it is, uh, uh, you know, Farias, Busquets, Tata Martino, I mean, Joseph coming back to the bands. I mean, a lot of things that are go out there in the atmosphere and everything uh, seems to be about Inter Miami, about Messi, about all that. And I told them we have to turn that down to it's about us, it's about Atlanta United. So in that sense, I told them we have to play our game. We won't modify a thing because it's Messi, because it's Inter Miami, we'll play our way. Of course, little adjustments on how we press. We, expect a, we expected a backline of three, so it was last minute kind of looking at their lineup and seeing that, that they were resting Christophe and then they were not doing the back line of five. So we we know very well how to play against back fours and, uh, and, and we just in two minutes, we told them the specifics, but overall is the message is the same. It's pressing aggressively, trying to, you know, uh, be intentional in how we press and then being intentional when we regain the ball and, and, and we have possession. So I was very pleased with the execution of everything from the team um, and I'm very pleased. And the, the play of Silva, uh, Muyamba, and Saba comes on his first touch as an assist. So how important have these players been? Very impactful. I've been saying this since a couple games ago in press conference. Kudos to the front office and the and the scouts. I think Carlos, they, they've been doing a great, great job. I think uh, uh, they've been, uh, I've been witnessing this process since data, since the process filtering the best players in each position, different continents, scouting in different continents, and uh, also looking at the personal aspect of them, their culture, how they behave as human beings how they are in the locker room so we are asking questions to people that we know and then um, and then the final stage of picking the right player out of the best three first four and then making it happen so it's a lot of process that now we are enjoying many many good players good human beings and good leaders and I think that's a good combination for signings and they're impactful so in the last part of the season it's good to have that did you use Messi not being here as a as a bit of motivation for the players in the locker room? No. No kind of they think they can win without Messi, we, we're going to show them kind of a... I mean, I, you never know what could have <laughs> happened if Messi was on the field. Of course, they would have been probably better. But I think that uh, the mentality of the team was such as that I think we still could have gotten a, a good result with Messi. Uh, I feel that way. I don't know. Uh, I feel that the mentality, the football, the ideas were there, and I, I was very confident. Coach, talk about how well Caleb Wiley played tonight. Caleb Wiley, well, I would say everyone. Uh, we were just talking <laughs> briefly in the coaching staff uh, just now, and we were talking about everyone had a tremendous game. You go. Caleb Wiley, Abram in those 1v1 situations, Miles Robinson committing and dribbling almost you know, 60, 70 yards, and then the defensive aspects of that. Brooks Leno had a tremendous game, another high record for him individually, four goals, 10 assists, is the best in, in his career. Very happy for him. I mean, Brad, some good saves, managing, controlling the tempo, very composed, good leader. As a team, I think we did great. Seven assists in one game is a big, big achievement for, for, the, for the franchise. 
twice, uh, and then Thiago having 15 assists, uh, you know, is, is the number one in terms of assisting one sing in one single season. So very happy with all of them, but Shande, but uh, Gigi, but uh, Edwin, Mosquera, Sava, Ajani, the way he came in, Miguel Berry, I mean, everyone, Tristan had a tremendous game. So uh, when you start to remember those names, you start to think about all the good actions they, they had tonight. So it would be uh, very unfair for me just to highlight one because it was a team effort. It was a very good performance by everyone individually and collectively. Gonzalo Pineda following his team's 5-2 obliteration of Inter-Miami. And it, you, Jason and I are very fortunate. We get to visit with Gonzalo the day before the match where uh, he helps us prepare for a match call. It, it, again, he is one of the rare Atlanta United managers who's been willing to do that. We appreciate it. We learned so much from him. But the one thing I really detected when we talked to Gonzalo yesterday, Jason, was he's talking about how we want to dominate, we dominate from the beginning, just absolutely dominate this match in every single way. I detected he was very confident. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you get the question, do you think he would have won even if Messi played today? You'll never know for sure. But I think Atlanta United had the confidence that no matter what Inter-Miami was going to throw at them today, they were going to be in command of this match, and they executed. The way this team played, you cannot attempt to diminish it. They were outstanding, and, and it was that team effort that Gonzalo Pineda talked about. Go across the board. We can find something that is spectacular in almost every player who saw the field today. It was that good of an overall performance. And that's a credit, and I'm really glad Gonzalo said it. And he said this a bunch of times, and maybe it'll get through. It needs to. What this club did in the summer window to go out, create the space that you did, knowing you were going to take a couple of hits early on because you were going to be a little shorthanded, but you had to create the cap space and the roster space to go out and upgrade from where you were, which wasn't bad, by the way. Go back and look at the table at the beginning of the window when those moves started to happen. Atlanta, 6th, 7th in the East. 7th, 8th overall in the, in the full league table. That's where they've been. They thought they could get better by going out into the window and upgrading in some spots. They've done that. This group, as they fit together, is complete. It's a really good group. And to go out, make those moves take the short-term hits in terms of the the PR side of it, but also in terms of the you're going to be a little shorthanded on the field. And Gonzalo had to figure out some things just to be able to get through that portion and be competitive. He did. Now you've got Muyam Ba into the team. He's brought that midfield to another level. I think he's brought Hosechu to another level as well. Those two have been really good together. You get Lennon and Wiley back to fullback. That's made the defense better. You get Shande Silva and his ability to go 1v1 with people. That's opened up more space. You got Saba Lobjanidze running at people. Don't forget getting Edwin Mosquera back in the window either. Edwin Mosquera coming into this team has brought more space. And in a team that wants to dominate space, you need that ability to be better defensively. You need that strong midfield. But you need those players in the attacking third that are 1v1 threats because they make defenses stay on their heels, they don't let them step out high, and they keep them off balance. There is more space to play in for Atlanta United now because of the moves they've made, because of what Gonzalo Pineda's done with this group. They're really in the right spot for the stretch run where being sixth, being fifth in the East, being seventh in the East, 
That's nice. This group is loaded up to go try to win the East in the playoffs, and who knows what can happen once you get into those knockout games. Absolutely right. A lot of really cool stats are starting to emerge as uh, the record books are combed through. Mention the seven assists by Atlanta United. Gonzalo mentioned that as well. That That is a club record for a single match. That's got to be up there on the all-time MLS list, too. Yep. I'm sure we'll have to check that. Also, Saba, two assists as a substitute. First time that is done by an Atlanta United substitute uh, in team history. Not to mention the crowd, eighth largest crowd in the history of uh, uh, eighth Atlanta largest United. crowd. And what was the number again? Seventy-one six three five, and that's, that's eighth eight. largest. Eight, <laughs> and that doesn't count playoffs, by the way. That's yeah. just regular season. Seventy-one so. and some change is yeah. eighth. Pretty sweet. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk to Tyler Wolf in a minute. We don't have him yet, though. I don't believe, uh, but uh, we will hopefully speak with him in a minute. In the meantime. Let's get to the man of the match brought to you by Heineken. And, and this is one that uh, was a pretty lengthy discussion up here in the booth because you can nominate a lot of players for this tonight. But Brooks Lennon with a goal and an assist in the first half as Atlanta United came from behind on the back of Brooks Lennon. He'll get our man of the match honors brought to you by Heineken. Two players this season now in double-digit assists, Lennon and Tiago Almada. A goal and an assist for Lennon. Three interceptions for Lennon, a tackle, five clearances, four chances created. Was at 88% with his passing. Just overall, Lennon with attitude, too. I mean, you want to get into the intangibles of it. It was Brooks Lennon who wanted to fight everybody at different points in the second half. Those things are so important. And these fullbacks, and I'll include Wiley in the conversation as well, those fullbacks have made this team so much better. And, and you just go back to the conversation about going out and getting wingers. And, and, and that, was, ooh, that was a scary thing to bring up in the summer. I remember getting yelled at. But you go out and you get the wingers. What did that do? And, and this was something Gonzalo was so happy to get. Get Caleb, get Brooks back to fullback. Because they can still get forward, as we saw from Lennon and from Wiley today. But they make the team better defensively. Lennon is a national team caliber fullback. Wiley is a national team caliber fullback. Miles Robinson is a national team center back. When you get those three out of the four together with Luisa Brom, you're a better team defensively. Two goals given up today, that doesn't sound good on paper. These weren't the kind of goals that this team's given up at different points of the season. Lennon, complete performance today on the field, the off the field stuff, the intangibles, complete from Brooks Lennon. He's our man of the match, brought to you by Heineken. The statistical recap brought to you by Piedmont, official health care partner of Atlanta United. Shots 16-10 to 10 Atlanta. Shots on target 6-3 Atlanta. Possession 51-49 Miami. Key passes 11-5 Atlanta. Atlanta only had four key passes in the first half. I'm going to maybe raise an eyebrow the way Opta scored that. Expected goals 1.73 to 1.68 Atlanta. Talk about outperforming your XG tonight. Uh, that is really, really remarkable. We talked about uh, the passing accuracy, 86%. Atlanta winning 56% of the duels and 88% of the aerial duels tonight. Very, very impressive. Each team called for nine fouls. And Atlanta, it, this is another one that really stands out to me. The passing accuracy in the final third, 70% for Atlanta United tonight. Just uh, an indication of what a clean game they played. Yeah, you get over 70% when you're passing in that attacking third. That's impressive because those are the most difficult passes. Those are the ones that you're trying to fit through. And you go back to Saba's two assists, both incredibly high quality, one first time, one on the dribble, laying it off for Tyler Wolf. 
outstanding from Saba, outstanding from the whole team. Again, like when we talk about that team performance, all those numbers, man of the match possibilities, you're really going through almost the entire group that played tonight. Well, we have a lot more to come. Uh, we'll have the highlights when we come back, hoping to speak with Tyler Wolf down in the dressing room as well. We'll take your questions and comments on Twitter. I'm Mike Conti, 929, and at Longshoe, Jeff Sharman texted us from Charlotte. She was wondering if her voice would hold up. It's starting to catch up with me now. Yeah, mine's <laughs> mostly gone at this point. <laughs> Five goals is a lot, but we'll take it. 5-2 Atlanta United over Inter-Miami on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. social media accounts were going to be as savage as they were i would have played i'm a thug i did not <laughs> well there's still time uh, we've got some <laughs> other good selections uh really dominant performance by atlanta united tonight coming from behind to win this match 5-2 and uh, really bolster their shot at the top four seed which would be a big big help in terms of home field advantage for the uh, first round of the playoffs we're going to get to all the highlights in just a moment but first the young man who scored the clinching goal in the 89th minute for Atlanta United, the Wolfman, Tyler Wolf. Tyler, 
big win. Great goal for you again. Congratulations. It's got to feel good. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, I think the team showed huge grit and determination come, going down 1-0 uh, in the first half. Um, and, yeah, like you said, this is huge for us, huge push to get in that top four for playoffs. Walk us through the goal, Tyler, as Zaba's on the drive and you're trying to find the space to give him an option. You know, you guys haven't played together all that much, but you're starting to build a nice chemistry with Zaba in the group. Yeah, uh, coming in, we could tell that the game was opening up and um, a lot of space on the wide areas, and the ball turned over. Zaba obviously has has great ability to take guys on and find the space that we need. And um, I saw we, we made a 2v1 against their defender, and, you know, I kind of just ran in behind him. Ball was a little bit uh, under me, so I tried to get it up high, and... Uh, um, it was awesome to see it go in the goal and uh, seal the victory. We got a chance to talk to Gonzalo yesterday, and he said the way you guys ended training on Friday gave him a really good feeling about this match, the way you guys were nailing set pieces. You had a good competition at the end of training. Can you just take us through what this last week has been and kind of the positivity around the club as you were coming into this match tonight? Yeah, I think it starts it starts from the beginning of the week. Um, you know, we build into these weeks. We, you know, we go over everything, all the players, individuals for uh, Miami, and, you know, guys coming back from international duty. It was, it was great to see them come in throughout the week and, um, and gel together right away. Yeah, the final day uh, yesterday it was it was a great atmosphere uh, within the team, and we were all looking forward to this game. I feel like Tyler, something that that I've always been so impressed with in your game, and I think it's starting to happen more and more across the entire squad, is that defending high up the field. You know, you guys want to get in the back of the net, you want to get the assist, you want to have the attacking plays, but you and the rest of these attackers are all so gritty defensively is that something that's just developed over the season in your mind and is it something that's going to be important the rest of the way to get the results you want yeah I think that's something that uh, Gonzo's really really honed in on uh, uh, more into the season um, you know if we can win the ball a lot higher up the field it gives us a lot better chance um, as to winning it you know in our third and having to go down the whole field so I think it gives us more opportunity it brings energy and we talk about being on the front foot, and especially in this stadium uh, in front of these fans, you know, that's what we aim to do. And tonight, I think it was a great, it was a great display of what we are uh, trying to accomplish. I wish you guys had more time to savor this because this was an awesome performance tonight. But unfortunately, this is the grind. You got to turn right around now, uh, go up to D.C. on Tuesday for a road game against a desperate team on Wednesday. So uh, what's the mentality now for the next 24 to 48 hours as you try to regen and Look ahead to that tough match. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think we, you know, we celebrate tonight, um, enjoy the moment, but it's obviously a grind. Uh, you know, when we get back to training. So uh, yeah, we just got to come together, keep focused, don't get too high, don't get too low, and just keep firing on all cylinders. And uh, hopefully, we can get another three points in uh, DC. Great going, Tyler. Congratulations. Your goals for 90 are. Uh, Really starting to stack up there, my friends. So uh, good luck to you the rest of the year and a great job tonight. Thanks, guys. See ya. Thanks, Tyler. Tyler Wolf of Atlanta, Georgia, probably uh, will go home after savoring this one and uh, will probably have his eye on uh, the rest of the league now. I mean, that's kind of the one thing when you get to play yeah. in this feature window. Now you can go home and watch the rest of the league and enjoy it, knowing that you have three uh, points in the book. He's going to be called upon a, a good bit the rest of the way, and not just off the bench, I don't think. When, when you get these weeks like this where it starts to stack up a little bit, 
don't be surprised if Tyler Wolf starts either Wednesday or next Saturday back here. You've got to rotate, and I think what you've seen out of this group is you've got the ability to rotate in a lot of different positions on the field. Tyler Wolf's a big part of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and uh, you, you look at the usage today. I mean, it, the the good news, if if you want to pick out a little bit of good news for Wednesday, you're able to get Yakimakis and Mosquera and Shandy Silva all out of this game. They did not have to play a full 90. Um, so that could be good, but I tend to agree with you. I, I think Tyler Wolf is in line for a start, one of these next two against D.C. One of the next two. You're just going to need to. Saba as well. You know, if, if D.C., you kind of do what they, they did against Dallas where it's Saba and Tyler starting and Shonday and Edwin coming off the bench to give you that explosiveness in the second half, you've got the ability to, and there's not much if any, drop-off between those two sets of wingers on either side. Let's get to the highlights now from this wild match. 5-2 Atlanta United winning it, but the first goal of the match scored in the 25th minute was by Miami. It was a Galasso, a potential goal of the year candidate by Leonardo Campagna to give Miami the 1-0 lead. And squares it now to Arroyo on the right wing. Overlapping is Yedlin instead of Royal. Goes for goal and hits the crossbar. Back to the penalty spot where it's picked out of the air. And then a Golazzo by Campana. Picking it out of the air and knocking it over the head of Brad Guzan. And it's 1-0 to enter Miami. It's wild that that goal feels like it was three days ago. Right. And it's also wild that it's going to be completely washed away. That's honestly maybe one of the best goals I've ever seen live. It's incredible from Campana. And... You know, we don't like to get too excited about other teams' goals. No, but we'll respect it when necessary, that, and that was one of them. That's one of the best goals I've ever seen live. Yeah. Just the, the sheer ability and audacity to bring that down off his chest, pop it over Miles Robinson, who's a pretty good defender, and then not just smash any kind of volley, like a slicing volley with the outside of his right foot. Unbelievable goal. 1-0 Miami at that point, but Atlanta United got off the mat quickly. This goal in the 36 minute by Tristan Mayumba, if it had been ruled out, this, this is a weird play, and we'll get into it after you hear the highlight. Was the ball fully across the line or not? We're never going to conclusively know. It was given as a goal on the pitch, and that's very fortunate. If it had been ruled out, who knows how the rest of the first half would have unfolded. Stepping over the ball and centering it to Shande Silva, who turns to the top of the arc. Silva playing it over to Mascara now. Right corner of the 18. Ahead to Lennon. Right end line. Cross header. Off the post and in. Tristan Mayumba. And Mayumba has equalized for Atlanta United. The header from, from Tristan Mayumba is so good in there against the grain to the far side. It goes off the post, down off the line, and it goes over the line according to the AR. As you, Because you reacted to the Atlanta United players. I saw Marufo didn't point yet, and I'm watching the AR, and I could see because it's the one closest to us, so we kind of lose him a little bit. Yeah. I saw the flag go up to pop the flag so Marufo saw it. Because Marufo, after Muyamba and others peel away, He's staring at Corey Rockwell, the AR. He's waiting for some indication, gets it, then points to midfield. Miami, of course, goes crazy, and they should in this moment because it's a really close call. I took an informal poll as I went out at halftime to uh, get some hot tea, and it was split 50-50 on yeah. if it was a goal or not. Our friend uh, Danilo from La Mejor, he thought it was a goal. A couple other people thought maybe it wasn't. 
honestly, I think it wasn't. But you didn't have an angle to overturn it. And the AR had the best view of anybody. So that happens. And I don't really have any sympathy because Atlanta got yeah. a dodgy penalty against them and should have had a penalty the other way. Yeah, there was some ball don't lie situations <laughs> you know? later in the half. And by the way, you're giving me too much credit. I wasn't watching the Atlanta reaction. I thought the ball was conclusively in. I thought in. you were watching the reaction. No, I thought it was conclusively in. Now, it just. Yeah, I don't know, think it was. To, and I, on. Further review, I think you're right. Uh, it wouldn't be the first time I've not called something <laughs> it's, correctly. It's super close. So just to take it behind the curtain, for those of you who don't know, Jason and I are calling the match from probably the equivalent of the five-yard line for an NFL game. Uh, and we are on top of that goal, that end line. In fact, as I'm looking at it right now, I feel like I'm looking straight across at, uh, at them deleting the end line. I'm almost I, at, like, the 10 okay. uh, uh, from the end line. So right, I'm almost 10 yards off the end line. So I have a, I even have a little bit better angle on something like that do. than you do. You do, yeah, and you're exactly because you're sitting to my right. I did not think it was in off the post. I thought it was in when it came off the post, and then Calendar looked to me live like he reached back yeah, he into did. the goal mouth, which he did, but that still doesn't conclusively no. prove if the ball was fully across the line. It reminds me a lot of a goal, I think it was Minnesota in 2019, uh, and it, it counted as a scene for Brad Guzan, but very similar situation in a match that Atlanta United won 3-1 where uh, the ball was in midair, Guzan swats it out of the goal yeah. mouth. And there, yeah. uh, on that one, too, there was not a conclusive angle to determine if it was over the line or not. Eventually, you know, we're probably going to renew the discussion about MLS needing goal line technology and all that. I don't know how expensive it is. It if is. It's worthwhile. It's uh, you know, I, hopefully in most cases, you would hope that VAR would be able to clean it up. But that was a tough call. It went in favor of Atlanta United, and the floodgates kind of opened because a couple minutes after that, Shandy Silva puts in a dangerous cross, and if it's not put in for an own goal by Kamal Miller on this play, Yorgos Yakabakis is going to be on the front end of a brace. That'll roll to Almada, who pitches back to Silva now, who makes a run down the left wing and will save it off the far touchline. Dribble, dribble, dribble to the edge of the 18. Shandy Silva to the edge of the 6. It's cross! Own goal! And Shandy Silva does another backflip to celebrate an Atlanta United goal. Likely not credited to him, but Atlanta United's got the lead. Almada could have had another assist as well. Sean De Silva takes it to the end line, and Yorgos gets to a good spot at the top of the six. Kamal Miller jumps in front. He has to. He's really stuck as he tries to deal with that play because Shande cuts it back kind of with the outside of the foot, so it catches Miller, I think, just off balance. And it's between his legs. He can't let it go through his legs because if he does, Yakimaki scores. So he's just trying to kind of send it back where it came from. But it came off of, I believe, his left leg a little bit more and goes into the goal pass calendar. 2-1 Atlanta United at that point. And then the third goal in eight minutes, the fastest three-goal sequence for Atlanta United since the 2017 season is capped off here by Brooks Lennon. It's the hot play of the match brought to you by Scanna. Abram now sliding it Great down the ball. left wing. Good ball to Silva. Options on either flank. He'll go down the left flank to Wiley, who dribbles into the attacking third. Wiley, dribble, dribble, dribble to the edge of the 18. Caleb Wiley with the cross. Trapped by Lennon. Shot! Score! Three goals in seven minutes! And Atlanta United's got a 3-1 lead!
I'm glad you named that the Scanna Hot Play of the Match because I would have demanded a recount if you didn't. <laughs> it was a great team, Golasso. For over 20 years, Scanna Energy has made it easy for Georgians to receive the best natural gas rates and excellent customer service. Call 877-467-2262 to sign up today. And it feels like Atlanta United is on their way to a route. But in the 53rd minute coming out of halftime, Luisa Brahm has called for a handball in the penalty area. The initial look live showed that Abram's right arm was outstretched. The ball hits his hand. It looks like a pretty clear handball. We get a replay after that, and it looks like the ball hit a tucked-in left arm of Abram first, or maybe even his shoulder, we don't know, yeah. and then pinballed into the right hand. So it probably should not have been a penalty, but the penalty was given, and Leonardo Campagna went to the spot to make it 3-2. So now Campagna, who had a brace last Saturday, going for a brace here on this penalty attempt. Guzan 0 for 5 on penalties this year with two misses. Miami is a team 3 for 4 in MLS play. Action at the goal to our right, 53rd minute. Whistle by Marufo. Campagna up to the ball very, very slowly. Strikes it and scores, and it's a 3-2 match in the 53rd minute. I thought it would get looked at because it comes off of the arm tucked into the body. I do think it came off the arm uh, below the elbow, the forearm. And I'm not 100% sure it touched his right arm. I think it did. But it deflected from such a short distance. I don't know what the ruling was. And maybe we'll find out from pro, I don't know, next week. <laughs> Who knows? But I'd love to hear the discussion because... I don't feel like there's anything Abram can do to avoid the handball there when it comes off from such a short distance on a legal play because his arm's tucked in front of his body. I'd love to hear the explanation because the only one I can come up with is that they feel like his other arm is away from his body trying to make himself bigger on the initial shot, so they're not going to give him credit for the short deflection. I don't think that's the case, but if that's their justification, it's hard to argue. I don't think a pool reporter was appointed to ask Jagger nah, Maroon. Nobody's even thinking was, about that it now. It was not a decisive goal. No. But, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe we'll I'm get an explanation. I'm just curious from yeah. a referee perspective. I'm just curious what their ruling was. Uh, it, <laughs> Edwin Jurasevich did seem to have a rather passive role in the VAR booth, wherever that was, either in the stadium or, or here in Atlanta, because Shante Silva appeared to be very clearly tripped oh, he in was. the penalty area a little later on, and that should have been an Atlanta penalty. So... 3-2 Atlanta United at that point, but Atlanta United still felt like they had control of the match. And in the 76th minute, Atlanta United stretches their lead back to two goals on this tally by Yorgos Yakimakis. And threading it into the run of Almada. Calling for it is Saba on the right flank. He goes to Saba. And the right side of the 18, crafts the Yakimakis. Shot! Score! Boom! Yakimakis! A team golosso for Atlanta United to restore the two-goal lead with 15 minutes to play as Yakabakis shares the golden boot lead again. Second team goal that involved multiple players in the buildup. And this one, Saba had just been into the game not very long. And he first time after the ball from Almada put to a perfect spot. And that's the, the element of Almada's game that doesn't get enough credit at times. It's not just that he's involved and gets an assist. It's the weight of the pass to Saba because he gives Saba 
all kinds of options. Saba could bring that down. Saba could go to goal himself. Saba could control it and dribble. He can do whatever he wants because Almada gives him the perfect ball. What Saba does is first time straight across to Yorgos. He was already a step ahead, saw that's what he wanted to do. First time, perfect. Yakimaki slams it home. Great goal. First time that Atlanta's three current designated players have combined for a goal like that where uh, two DPs with the assist and then Yakimakis with the goal. And I, I think that'll be the first of many. 89th minute, Atlanta United slams the door. And it's Saba again, really putting this one on the plate for the Wolfman to make it 5-2 Atlanta United. It actually deflects off Silva back to Kamal Miller, who then gives it away to Saba. Saba coming down the middle now. Saba to the top of the 18. Saba ahead now to Wolf. Shot. Score! Wanna clinch the game? Ask the Wolfman. 5-2 Atlanta. I stole that from you, by the way. No problem, no problem. Tyler Wolf slashing prices on sofas, <laughs> love seats, coffee tables, end tables, lamps, everything with goals like that. I mean, when you have that weapon off the bench, oh. again, like, you get into the depth of what this team has, and you're going to need it this week. And, and I, I think Tyler's going to play significant minutes. I, I think Saba, I think Shande, I, I think uh, Edwin, all are going to play significant minutes this week. And it's good to have that kind of depth and that kind of versatility. Atlanta United wants to remind you that for each Atlanta United clean sheet this season, they'll donate $2,000 to Children's Health Care of Atlanta. This year's donation total currently $16,000. We'll take your questions and comments on Twitter after this as Atlanta United takes down Inter-Miami tonight. 5-2 on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. got a fun one to play us out we think yeah if we can find the uh yeah we'll, we'll find the well we've got the one to play us out for yeah. sure but then we've got one more i wanted yeah. to because look a lot of times when when we see some of these cities 
there are certain artists that you, you go to all the time. And, and yes, Mr. 305 is one that we've played quite a few times. DJ Khaled as well. It's like, okay, let's, let's, let's stretch out a little bit and hit some expose. I've been on a late 80s, early 90s kick lately. And the last one is one of my favorites that I had to double-check myself and make sure that they were from Miami, and they are. That's coming up. <laughs> that will be a lot of fun. Uh, we do want to remind you that Chick-fil-A is committed to helping fight food insecurity and is proud to partner with Atlanta United and Soldiers Angels to help tackle veteran hunger. All season long, when an Atlanta United player successfully makes a tackle, Chick-fil-A restaurants in Atlanta will donate 100 pounds of food to feed a military or veteran family in need for a month. For more information and to see how you can help, visit atlutd.com backslash community. And I'm quite certain in that 100 pounds of food, uh, no pizza with tomato and pickles and raw onions will be there were not pickles in the package there were not pickles. what were they then they looked like pickles it was olives like compressed olives that no, was or tomato olives i think that was a the green stuff is what yeah it wasn't it, pickles it, um it, it's a it's a weird argentine pizza that i've never had i mean look if, if leo messi wants to eat weird pizzas good for him you know, like, I don't really care about his pizza taste. That's a, a famous Argentine kind of pizza. That's fine. He didn't eat it here. It doesn't really matter then. So, you know, look, I hope he enjoyed it. Yeah, honestly. like I hope I, he enjoyed the kids' games this morning. <laughs> that's fine. That, that's good. He, he played 11 games in 44 well, days. It, I mean, he may like, have deserved a break. Why, why, why don't we get into that just for a minute? Because it, I heard some narratives that I, I don't think they really ever were uh, amplified. But I did, I did hear some narratives coming to the stadium today I don't think are really fair to Lionel Messi. I mean, it, it, no. look, is it a bummer? Did many people buy tickets today with the hope and expectation that they would see him? Yes. Did the league move the game to a different time to feature it? Yes. Did they open up the third deck? For, yes, all that. And it's a bummer that he's not here, but the guy is not a robot no. in fairness to Lionel messi you're right uh the match compression the travel he's 36 years old and look inter miami is about to be in a final that's for a second one. trophy i don't that's blame tata martino one. in the least for prioritizing that i'm glad you mentioned that that's the biggest issue with it when you look at why he had to take a day yeah. off like this is a guy who remember they were in Los Angeles and then came back to Miami. Then he went to Buenos Aires, played, then went to La Paz, didn't play, then went back to Miami. That's a lot of travel, short period of time, coming off of 11 games in 44 days, then an Argentina game. So 12 games in almost, you know, 50 days. That's a lot. For 36 years old, that's a lot. He's finally at the point because he was always the guy, and we've talked about this a lot, he doesn't like to miss games. He doesn't like to miss time. He doesn't like to be subbed out. He's coming to grips, I think, with father time a little bit. And Tata Martino is the right person to manage that for him. Ultimately, you get him back in the team on Wednesday, back at home. You expect to win that. You should win that. This 50-50 game, even if he plays, and the way Atlanta played, I don't know if it makes much of a difference, to be honest, outside of the runs in the game, the momentum swings that you can get. Atlanta was great today. You can punt on this because you're playing a final, not this Wednesday, but the following Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I saw some tweets saying it was weak. No, soft. it's not weak. At all. I, I no, just, none of that's I, I don't, true either. I don't think that's fair to Lionel Show Messi. I, yes, I mean, exactly. And and again, I think Tata Martino. First of all, I think this was Tata Martino's choice. I don't think this was Lionel Messi's choice. I think. 
Tata, if Tata went to Messi and said, look, we, we really need you, I'm sure Messi is on that plane. Oh, yeah, he would have played. Uh, and uh, I, I cannot fault Tata Martino at all for the decision he made. I do understand it's disappointing, but, man, that's sports. I, that. I, I, I mean, I, I, that. I, I remember a, a game the night after Christmas. I was doing a Hawks game. LeBron was supposed to be in town. There were people who bought tickets for Christmas presents, and LeBron was hurt. And uh, he did not play, and there were a lot of really upset people. And then there were a lot of very, very incorrect, inaccurate narratives out there suggesting that LeBron was somehow faking an injury. <laughs> uh, but it turned out he missed the next, I think, month yeah. uh, that, that season. Um, it, you got to give these players the benefit of the doubt. Now, I just thought some of the chatter I heard was a little bit disappointing. But, again, I cannot put myself in the shoes of someone who uh, had gone all in hoping to see him today. The, the one thing I will tell you is I hope if this was your first experience in MLS, your first experience with Atlanta United, uh, I hope you were entertained yeah. because this was certainly a very entertaining eventful match. One more thing on the crowd before we, we move on to a couple questions because I think it's important. There are a lot of people who jumped to the conclusion that it was an Atlanta crowd, obviously at home, mostly Atlanta fans, but then it was a Miami crowd. I think you had some Miami fans, some true Miami fans, or people who have just become fans of Miami. That's absolutely fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But you had a lot of Lionel Messi fans. Mm -hmm. And the, the family I talked to before the game, they came for Messi not because they're Miami fans, but because they're Messi fans. They came for that opportunity. I hope that group of people are the ones who said, man, I really like how this Atlanta United team plays. Right. I want a Saba jersey. I want a Yakamakis jersey. That was the big opportunity today yeah. for Atlanta, and it's going to be the opportunity for teams all around the league to take advantage of. Exactly right. I, I really do think, you know, if Messi's not going to play, this was the best case outcome to the night uh, for all parties. Uh, an entertaining match with Atlanta United out in uh, the winning position. Okay, uh, let's go to Twitter. Nick says, Pineda outcoached Tata. What was our favorite part of the Pineda Masterclass? Nothing new. It's the positional play starting to really get in sync and positional play and maybe we need to do a deep dive on it on a, a stoppage time episode again and we talked about it a lot with pretty much every Atlanta United manager because that's been the mentality Tata Martino uses elements of positional play uh, Frank DeBoer had a different take on it Frank DeBoer came from more of the Dutch school from it Gabriel Heinze came from more of the Bielsa school of it which is a different interpretation Gonzalo Pineda comes from a different interpretation of it, but I really like how aggressive Gonzalo Pineda's take on positional play is. He wants to play the game entirely in the other team's half. He wants his team to be so aggressive on the ball. You heard Tyler Wolf talk about that. That really suits this group of players. And you're getting the interchanges that are happening now that – we talk about a lot interchangeability. I didn't know it was a word until Atlanta United existed. I had to double check myself the first time I said it. It's a real word. And it's when Atlanta United is on fire, that's what you see. That's positional play in the Atlanta sense, and especially in the Gonzalo Pineda sense. You see Silva pop up on the right side. You see the overload there. You see Tiago Almada drift to one side. Saba Lobjanita come inside. You see players switch positions. Positional play is not about being rigid. It's about occupying space, taking advantage of space, creating more space, and then ultimately exploiting 
space, either with numerical advantage or quality advantage. And I think we saw Atlanta United do that as well as we've seen in a long time today. Sophia Cupertino wants to go back to the Shandy Silva incident in the second half and how that was not a penalty. Sophia Cupertino, I wish she had taken pictures of this. She's she's a great photographer, by the way. <laughs> um, I, I wish she had a good shot of that one because I don't know how it's not a penalty either. It was crazy. Like, when we saw the, re the, the play live, we're both like penalty. And then they show the replay and we're, we're yelling penalty because there's contact. It's Shande Silva on the dribble on Sergio Busquets, crosses him up, takes it to the outside, doesn't lose with the heavy touch. He gets on. He's going to be able to get onto the ball. And Busquets trips him up. It's as clear as you'll see of a penalty. That needs to be talked about by pro. I want the explanation on the goal that Atlanta was given. I'd love to hear the talking through that one. I'd love to hear the talking through of the penalty that Miami was given, and I'd love to hear the conversation about the penalty Atlanta was not given because that should have been a penalty. There's just no way around it. I'm going to admit it's very, very difficult to dig through my timeline right now and ask questions because I tweeted the quote of Pineda talking about Messi and the pizza. Yeah, you're going to and, and The pizza's been a big topic. One of the A1 guys in Argentina retweeted it, and oh. now, now – now I'm getting, like, stuff in Arabic and oh stuff boy. in Portuguese and stuff like now that. Now you started something, Mike. But, but I, I, I'll ask you a question. Um, okay. Were you surprised Busquets played 90 minutes today? Um, yeah, I mean, you could have pulled him, I guess, when you got to that point when it got to 4-2 in the 76th. Would it have really made much of a difference? No. He can manage his, his workload, too. I mean, he's like Messi in that regard that these are guys who are not going to be running up and down the field like crazy in those moments. They're going to manage how hard they work. You can trust him. And I think if he had wanted to come out, he would have been pulled. But he was fine. I, I don't think it was a big deal. Uh, nor do I. Uh, but now Atlanta United set up for a match Wednesday in D.C. and then another home match uh, a week from tonight against Miami. And as we hinted earlier when we talked to Tyler Wolf, maybe a little bit of rotation is going to be needed for Atlanta United here over the next week. So we'll take a final break. We'll come back. We'll look ahead to D.C. and wrap up everything for tonight in a moment. Atlanta United 5-2 winners over Inter-Miami on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Detroit, Chicago, St. Louis uh, did not predict this, but uh, a lot of unpredictable things happened today in Atlanta United's 5-2 win over Inter-Miami as we wrap up the full-time report on Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Uh, just looking at the live table, Atlanta United right now on the live table are still in sixth. Uh, they are two points out of fifth, three points out of third, four points out of second. Rabble, rabble, games in hand. Yes, I understand. Well, uh, Atlanta still has to play three of the teams ahead of them on the table. So you're going to have some six-point matches coming up, uh, in particular against Columbus and Philadelphia going into those final couple yep. weeks of the season. So uh, I think, again, top four 
very attainable for this team right now. Uh, but you still have to take care of the business that you're expected to take care of, and I think that starts in D.C. on Wednesday night. Now, just to bring you up to date on matches in progress before we say goodnight, uh, these matches all at halftime right now. Charlotte and D.C. are scoreless. Montreal and Chicago are scoreless. Columbus leading 1-0 at Orlando with Julian Gressel goal. Philadelphia leading Cincinnati 2-0. Mm. Interesting. Uh, that is in Philadelphia. And Toronto and Vancouver are scoreless. So just bringing you up to date on that. Uh, but D.C., I mean, look, lots of bumpiness and turbulence in their season, the whole Taxi Funtis thing. Uh, they're starting to, I guess, try to turn the page and climb their way out of it. As I said, scoreless at halftime in Charlotte. Atlanta United has played very well the last couple of years at Audi Field. That should be noted as we look at this match. We don't have Marcelino Moreno this time to score a late goal to either win it or seal it. True. Uh, it feels like the last two years we've gotten that. True. So somebody else is going to have to drive the getaway car out of Audi Field this time around. There's a lot of different candidates for it. This is You're in a really good spot if you're Atlanta United. You've got to continue to double down. So as good as tonight was, like Tyler Wolf said, you're going to celebrate it until you leave here. You're going to go home and rest. You're going to reach in tomorrow, get a good session in on Monday to prep for what D.C. can do. They're going to be direct. They're going to be gritty. They're going to be a tough team to break down. They're going to play a very high line defensively. You can take advantage of those things. And if you do that, and then you come back home to face Montreal next Saturday, you've got the potential for a nine-point week. And that would really go a long way to top four. It seems almost certain now. Uh, in fact, in the next probably week or two, we'll be talking about Clint scenarios for a playoff berth. But Atlanta United, 12 points above the playoff line right now. So very, very little doubt. In fact, this is also significant, nine points above the the wild card line. Uh, so really looking very good for Atlanta United, but we'll see what happens Wednesday night in D.C. Maybe it will be the Columbian, Edward Mascara driving the getaway car as we go to the District of I Columbia. Like that. We'll see if that happens. Uh, 7 o'clock, Wednesday night for the Five Stripes Countdown. 7.30 will be the kickoff. Jason and I will be up in Washington to bring you that. And then don't forget, a week from tonight back here in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, Atlanta United against Montreal. They're painting the football lines, the American football lines down on the field, because tomorrow, 1 o'clock, with pregame coverage starting at 9 a.m. on Sports Radio 92.9, the game, it'll be the Falcons and the Packers. So Miller and I will be back here tomorrow. Jason will rest his voice, and uh, you're, you're not calling a game tomorrow, I hope, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm or, calling two games tomorrow. I was gonna, <laughs> at this time of year, Jason, if he's only calling one game, he's taking Yeah, the game, I got so the twos it. tomorrow night in Kennesaw. Come out, the home two, finale. Yeah, and still mathematically alive? Or? Right now, yes. The, the results could go against them before they kick off. Got we'll it. see. But uh, come out and support this team. That yes. game in Huntsville was an absolute blast. What a comeback, Jackson Conway, with the late, late winner. Come out and support them. It's the last home game of the season at Fifth Third Bank yeah, Stadium. Great call by home. you on that game winner, too. That was I a lot that's of that's why fun. my voice is shot today. <laughs> All right. Uh, see you Wednesday night in D.C. For our producer, Don Sharofsky, engineer Miller Pope, and for Jason Longshore, I'm Mike Conti. Atlanta United 5-2 tonight over Inter-Miami on Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Yeah, that's like that. Hit him in the chest with it. Time again in the head. But buddy roll, y'all. Check it out.
listening to the Full Time Report, a complete wrap-up of today's Atlanta United game. Tune in for complete match day coverage all season long. The home for our Atlanta United is Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 